who else is going to stand there while a giant hunk of frozen rubber comes hurtling at them at well, kilometers an hour? He's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I always wonder that when I watch a lot of sports things. I'm like, it's a death wish. Why would you stand there and try to block it? You just get out of the way. That's your natural instinct is to move and like, his oh, right here. Hit yeah. me. <laughs> his body. It's stupid. So no, they're a little bit special. Yeah, he doesn't like guys though. He'll do. Um, it's not nice, but when a guy from the other side, they call it cherry picking. So if the other um, forward from the opposite team is standing in front of him and he can't see the play, he'll stick his stick in between their legs. They just bop him like, get out of my fucking way. I can't see. Oh, oh you can do that? No, but he does it anyway. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> like, get That's the point. They're trying to, like, keep you from seeing your team or, you know, see oh, what happens, right? You're going to make me look at your big butt. I'm going to pop you in between the legs. So he's done that on occasion. He nice. puts a stick between there. <laughs> Never mind. No, yeah, but he'll like, but a like, bump. A, like a bag tag. He'll just. <laughs> and there's the pre-show comment. And they don't, they don't have this special goalie jock to protect them. So. I was going to say the normal one's probably plastic and the, the goalie one's probably so. like made out of like steel or titanium adamantium yeah (laughs) exactly oh god you're listening to the epically geeky show a place for all things geeky Welcome to the Epic Geeky Show, episode number 127. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, what is the worst gift you've ever given someone? Not received, given someone. Uh, Chris, do you, you have an answer for this one? or? I do. This one was hard. Sorry, I'm, <coughs> I'm a little sick. Sounds so, like it, lady. I'm sorry. I sound worse than I am. No, it's fine. Logan was making fun of me. She kept playing that, um, you know, that teenage character from The Simpsons whose voice cracks? Yeah. Is my help? Sorry. So this was hard because you don't want to count when you're a kid because that doesn't count, really, because yeah. usually you don't have any money. You don't really get it yet. Uh, and then I never really gave gifts when I was a teenager. And then it wasn't until, um, Ray and I bought our first house and we were living together. We were engaged, I think. And he had gotten laid off a month before Christmas. Oh, and no. I worked at a grocery store. So between unemployment and my minimum wage part-time job, we had no money. So we made Christmas gifts and we decided to make <laughs> barbecue sauce and spark rubs for everybody it was it was it was not good everybody was really nice about it but that was like the worst part because we just had no money we were really ray was really embarrassed about it he felt really bad um, it was made with love it was uh-huh. with love but it was not it was not tasty we <laughs> <laughs> get it but that's all we could do and it, that was probably like the worst one because we just couldn't do anything else. And it already cost us, like we were pricing it out and it was just like, well, do we have to give people gifts this year? Yeah. Right. Crazy. Well, Jen, do you have an answer for this one? 
Um, not really, because uh, one, I I was bad and didn't, you know, get the question until the last minute. But um, I just I can't think of anything off offhand. I would say for me, the worst gifts are just like when I have to just give somebody something generic because I don't know them or I didn't have time. So like, like, I don't know. I, when I grew up, whenever I would get like a lotion or a body bath and body set or something, to me that was always like the lamest. So when I give people something like that, I always feel bad because I'm like, this is a cop out. But some people really like that stuff, and True, depending yeah. on the brand, you know. So I, I guess that kind of thing. When it's just kind of one of those, what do I have on hand gifts versus something really, you know, personable. Yeah. Uh, this one was an easy one for me. Uh, so we'd only my Wife and I had only been married for a year or so, and um, I was wanting to try to get her some, some jewelry. Now, I'm limited on funds because I'm not making great money at this point. And my mom had found this this bracelet, and she really kind of talked me into it. I, I, something about it, just I was just like, this doesn't really seem like Christy's style. Yeah, Christy did not like it Aww. at all. And I felt so bad. I'm like, all right, we're going to take it back and we're going to, we'll, we'll do something else. And we ended up doing that. But it was just like, it, it's always haunted me. I'm like, as much as I love my mother, I'm like, don't let her talk you into gifts. Like, just don't. So <laughs> her heart was in the right place. Maybe. It was, it was definitely in the right place. So, oh, um, maybe I should, maybe I should bring that up and maybe tell Christy, maybe that explains the, I don't want to say the worst gift she's ever gotten me is, uh, but, um, uh, just like one year, like a couple years ago, like in my uh, in my stocking, I got like a back scratcher, and it's not necessarily a bad gift for me. It's just I don't ever really like use it to scratch my back. My wife uses it constantly. I'm like, you got yourself a gift and gave it to me. I was gonna say, were you always asking her to scratch your back or? No, that's the thing. I wasn't, and like I was like, you bought a gift for yourself and gave it to me. That's so funny. yeah. Uh, I always hate it when people give me clothes. My mother-in-law and my mom are notorious. My mother-in-law gets me two sizes too small because she doesn't want to get me anything that's actually my size in case lest she offend me that I'm this size. And then my <laughs> mom always gets it at least a size or two sizes too big. So uh-huh. she so it fits. So, yeah, I always Over. have clothes that are ugly and either too big or too small. Lovely. Yeah. Clothes are tricky. I don't like getting people clothes unless it's like a T-shirt because – you know, then you can kind of cater to what they like. But like other clothes, I'm like, no, no. I don't know your style, your size. I don't yeah. like getting clothes unless I can try them on. So, yeah. Yeah. I've actually found, especially with my wife, like she would never expect me to go buy her clothes. You know, because I, I do know some guys that are able to do that. And I'm like, oh I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect. I guess that works for y'all. But to be honest, Christy would rather than me go, hey, listen, here's here's money. Go yeah. buy your own clothes because now it's not only the the clothes, but it's also the experience of going out without the kids and and shopping yeah. and having fun. So go treat yourself to something pretty. Hell yeah, <laughs> treat yourself. Um, well, speaking of gifts, uh, tonight's episode uh, we're we're digging up something we had done before. Previously, we'd done an episode where we were doing a fictional gift exchange. Uh, and we went like all out on this. So yeah. like everyone had up to like a thousand dollars that they could spend. Uh, this year we wanted to go the opposite route. So even though I mean a hundred dollars is still a lot of money to spend on, uh, friends, I would say, you know, I understand maybe some family members or whatever. 
but yeah, that's what we set it as. So uh, so tonight. Chris is making us all barbecue and spices for. I know, right? With our hundred dollars. <laughs> in glass jars. With yes. gold in it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, unfortunately, Ray wasn't able to join us, but we did come up with gifts for uh, myself. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Uh, for myself, Jen, uh, Chris, and Ray, and uh, the idea was it had to be under a hundred dollars U.S. So, um, would anyone like to start, or do we want to do this like by persons? Do we want to pick, like, say Ray and say what we all got would have gotten for him? Sure. I think that's what we yeah. did last time. That worked out. Okay, let's do that. Uh, well, let, tell you what, let's start with Ray and see what we would have gotten him. Would anyone like to go first? I'll go. All right, Chris. What would you have gotten Ray for a hundred dollars? For a hundred bucks American, which is a big deal here because it's way more than Canadian. True. Um, so it would be a day down in Toronto. Um, even though I don't like going, that's like where everything is. That's fun to do. So it's twenty dollars to do the Hockey Hall of Fame. I knew you were gonna say that. Hockey Hall of Fame. And then it's just over thirty dollars to do. Um, there's this big aquarium down Toronto. It's called the Ripley's Aquarium, and it's massive and really, really cool. Anyways, you, there's something called Sharks After Dark, so it's a little bit discounted, but you get to go after five p.m. and you can stay till they close. Um, and it's sort of a the, there's a lot less crowd, so it's nicer. You're not inundated with people and crying children. Um, so do that, and then there's a, a restaurant called Jack Astor's, which makes, like, the best chicken fingers ever, uh-huh. and that's the only meat that Ray can eat. So uh, a, uh, $50 to that so that he get uh, a big plate of that, and he can have some beer, too. Good deal. Well, that was, like, in and around 100 bucks. It's a little bit of, like, $2 over, but... Yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. And he got fun. And I told him that. So okay, cool. He approved. He approved. Uh, well, Jennifer, what would you have gotten, Ray? Okay, so when I went to visit in August, we went to this art center. I think this is the one we went to. I had to do some Google like investigating, but the Southampton Art Center is that the one right by your work? Like right, oh, literally. Is it? It's the what? It's an art school. Okay, well, they had a bunch of, um, like, you know, just art on display for artists that were selling their stuff. So I'm, I'm going to just say this, this is the one we went to. And while we were there, um, I think he inquired or just kind of, you know, passively said, hey, you know, what's your policy on displaying? So I would pay for two months of um, – studio fee so that he could display his skateboards at the art center because they're $60 Canadian, which is $45 U.S., so that's $90 for two months. Nice. <laughs> Just so he can test the waters and see if he wants to keep doing it. So. Very cool. That's a good one. That is awesome. That great. Yeah. yeah. It's like art. <laughs> that's cool. I, I went along kind of within the, the same realm there. Um. So uh, actually kind of have an announcement at the end of the show and uh, to talk about a few things. But um, I, I, uh, I've talked about it with some of the other people on the show, and we may be doing an additional show uh, about basically kind of like a support group for ourselves who are, who are creative just to kind of um, 
uh, you know, keep us going. You know, give us a. It's, it's going to be a way to vent. It's going to be a way to uh, talk about the things that we're working on, and 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 of course, hopefully. Uh, support each other and you know kind of give each other keep giving each other encouragement to you know keep going so because we need we all need that i mean we're all friends we have you know these uh these facebook channels that we you know talk you know on constantly or whatever uh but i thought it would be nice to maybe do a show once a month where we can just kind of say you know this is you know th- these are my goals this is where i'm working towards and then report back and be like yeah I, I didn't get anything done this month or i got a lot of stuff done or or whatever it is so uh, so keep that in mind with the gifts that I'm giving. So first off for Ray, um, I know space is kind of limited for y'all up there. Uh, so I was trying to figure out a way that I could support his uh, painting and hopefully make things a little easier, maybe. So what I found was, and I'm sitting here on the back channel actually, is an artist quality French easel. And the thing about this thing is it folds down. It can be hung up on the wall. Uh, but like you can put all the paints and everything else on in it and everything. And I'm just like, I think this might be helpful. So. <laughs> Everything like folds into itself. Everything folds into itself. Cause I was like, I was looking at a couple different easels and I was like, surely there's gotta be something's out there where it all folds together. Cause people go out and paint and surely they don't like want to carry like 15 different bags. They want everything to fold down to one thing. So I was like, maybe that would be helpful. Yeah. Cause he only has a little one. His little Uh one only like that bit, like that big. Oh, okay. It's down. So he only has a little small one, but like a bigger one would be, that's a good gift. Well, if I if I hit the lottery, right. I'll send it up that way. That was right at the price point too. Good job. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I was. There were a couple of them I was looking at. I was like, oh, I, I can't break the rules. So. Well, and I was trying to think. I know we picked up. You picked up some special paint when I was there that he had ordered, but I could not remember what it was. So I was oh, like, oh. I can't make that the gift because I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it was gauche. It was gauche paint. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. That's fancy. Good yeah. deal. All right. Well, who do want? Who do we want to uh, give gifts to next? Let's go, Chris. All well, right, let's go, Chris. Because you know what, I had her next to my list anyway. Yay. I have hers up. All right. Uh, what What did Ray get? Get you? So Ray showed me all the stuff that he it was getting me. Um. So he went with the Harry Potter theme. Okay. So for forty dollars, he found Harry Potter wooden spoons. So they had like Harry Potter like. Uh, sayings on them or like little characters carved into these wooden spoons. Cause uh-huh. probably according to him, we need new wooden spoons. Um, and then there's this doormat that says it's not, uh, it's not much, but it's home. Which I thought Aww. was cute. Uh, and then and that was like 30 bucks. And then for 20, he found um, a grim mug. So um, at the bottom of it and the inside is a tea leaves that look like the grim. Cool. Uh, well, and then the last one for 10 bucks, because he says I like to decorate in weird spots, which I understand what he means, uh, is this deco, this Ministry of Magic deco that goes on the back of your toilet seat. <laughs> like, inside of the lid, you put it there. I have a polyjuice potion um, recipe on the back, on the inside of the door of our medicine cabinet. So I think uh-huh. that's, so that's what he's going to get me. Nice. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like he knows you or something. I know, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jennifer, what would you get, Chris? Okay, I hope you don't have this already, and if you do, then you'll have a spare for travel or whatever. Okay. Um, but I was gonna get Chris a leaf razor. 
which I don't know. Have you heard of these, Chris? Uh, just remind me. It sounds really familiar. So it's it's an all metal safety razor, but instead of the flat, the blades going like flat like this, they they are actually angled. Oh. And there's three of them. So yeah. most safety razors are like really rough on your skin, and they like cut you because it's just one blade. Yeah. But this is yeah, this is three of them. I don't know if you can kind of see, but that's kind of oh. the design. I've seen that. So, yeah, and they're all metal, and the um, the razors are safety razors that you snap in half, and then they're recyclable when you're done. So that came in um, with shipping to Canada at $97. Right, so, under. Good job. Yeah, I, I was like, I want a safety razor, but they scare me. They scare me. I don't. It's yeah, so those ones apparently. I have a friend who has one. They do not cut you because they're angled and because there's three blades. I have nicked myself so many times with my safety blade uh, razor, and it. Yeah, you have to go really slow, but that one, since it's shaped like a razor we're used to using, That's you know, cool. the That's traditional cool. plastic ones. So, yeah, that was okay. my guess. Thank you. I could see, yeah, definitely having more blades because it, it definitely decreases the uh... – surface area a lot if you're just using yeah. a single blade that's yeah that's asking for trouble but I, and i think too having it angled helps because i'm sure it does yeah we all grew up probably using the the ones that are you know like it's just five like blades that five blades rotate. right in a row yeah yeah they're going this way versus a blade that goes this way which is like a little scary you know. it's scary yeah. the fact that like i'm so used to doing it so fast yeah. and putting pressure on just slow down a lot which is the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do with the safety razor. You're not supposed to put any pressure and you're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to nick an yeah. and die in the shower. <laughs> Nobody would find you for five days. Like the yep. worst case scenario. My cat will eat my face. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. apparently that's what they do. Um, especially if she's hungry, if no one else is feeding her. <laughs> Um, so like I said, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about doing this thing and encouraging each other in, in, um, our creative, you know, some different things that we're doing creatively. So, uh, actually it's, it's three things that I'm getting, Chris, uh, two of them are the same thing. And there's another one. I'll explain that here in a second. So the first thing is, um, it's a leather journal. And I know you said you're all about, you know, not necessarily doing it on the computer and, you know, cause a lot yeah. of other stuff's going on. So I was like, you know what? Maybe a nice journal would work out. And I found this one. It's leather. You know, it's it's in leather. It's got uh, this key that it actually uses to kind of like hold it together. I was like, it, it's just a good looking journal. I was like, man, I may actually have to get one of those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I found these journals and I was like, those are too freaking cool. Um, and then the other thing that I found, because uh, talking about possibly doing, you know, um, Maybe getting some writing going again, but um, you didn't necessarily say anything about uh, baking and cooking specifically, you know, being something you would kind of talk about and do for the show. But um, I definitely found a wizard's cookbook that I thought you would enjoy. <laughs> wizards? That's cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I found this and I was just like, OK, this this would be cool. I'm hoping it's going to come up now. What's funny is, is I went with the wiz- the wizard's dessert cookbook um, because I thought I thought it fits you better. But uh, I almost did this one. And this is just it doesn't really fit you. But the name of it, I just I could not pass up. Um, the second thing that I just posted is uh, it's on Amazon and it's the. <laughs> The Necronomenom, nom nom nom. Nom 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 nom. The Necronomenom nom. 
Yes, and it's uh, recipes and, and stuff for uh, from H.P. Lovecraft, but I'm just like, that is too awesome. Oh, Necronomnomnom, that's so cute. I was like, that is too cool Adorable. of a gift. Oh, thank you. I got to figure out how to post what I got you guys on here because I don't know how to do that yet, but I will figure it out. Good deal. I like that leather journal too. That's really nice. Yeah, like I said, I was looking. I was like, I was looking for some journals, and of course, most of them are pretty run of the mill, whatever. And I'm just like, eh. Um, but yeah, I found that one. I was just like, that one is awesome. So. Yeah, and I also found one that I almost went with, and I, I don't have the link for it, but it's it's an un the un an unexpected cookbook. And it's the unofficial book of Hobbit cookery. <laughs> oh, I do. I do have a recipe for lambis bread. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's vegan though, so it's not like truly good. But yeah, it's really good yeah. actually. Uh, yeah. So that's what I got you. I thought you know between between the writing and the and the and the baking, baking you should be good to go. Okay. So, um, well, do we want to do do we want to do gin next? Yeah. Right, yeah. Do- what, what am I getting for Christmas? Yay! <laughs> Make believe Christmas. Okay. So Ray, I'll, I'll I'll just jump and say Ray. Okay. So right. Ray is getting you a Logitech HD webcam. Okay. For you, that's thirty-five bucks, and a blue snowball microphone to help with the podcasts. So he's setting you up with some good stuff to help with podcasts. Awesome. He was gonna. He stroked out a new computer though, and said that Sam yeah. to bring that one. Yeah, say, uh, once I get the new TV. computer, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll all work with it. Didn't we try the blue snowball on, on this one, Eugene? I think and it, so. It wasn't compatible. Awesome. With it wasn't working on the last. Yeah, so. But I'm getting a new computer. Damn what? it! Like. Yes, we've got to figure that out. I can't deal with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What, what would you do, Chris? I got you two things. They're the same thing, but they're two separate things. So a year-long pass or year-long membership to both the Zickler Botanical Gardens and the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. Ooh. You can. They also have events and, and workshops where you can learn about uh, indigenous plants and gardening. And it also allows you with free admission to more than 320 gardens in, Aber- in uh, Aborita, Arboretums. Yeah, thank you. Across North America through the American Horticultural Society. So for a whole year. And they're 50 bucks I've never, I've never been to the uh, Zilker Botanical Garden, but the Lady Bird Johnson is really nice. And I've been to a couple of their events, and they do a lot in the community. Well, they were both on, like, the top ten in Austin. So I figured nice. the Zilker one came up number one. So Yeah. And, and L- LBJ actually does um, – they do – like they collect seeds mm-hmm. and they have a seed library where they're trying to, you know, inventory and index all this, basically every seed in the world or something. And it's a really cool project because, you know, if something happens and we yeah. lose everything, they have backups or whatever. So they do good work too. So I thought that might be fun. And especially because yeah. um, other places across the country, because you travel so much. So. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, that, that she does. <laughs> Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, Ray and I were all on pretty much the same page, uh, although I went all in on the one, uh, and I was going to get you a Blue Yeti microphone. Now, yes, once again, you would need a new laptop for this to work with, but 
these things what's, are pretty insane. What's the difference between that and uh, the ball is is a little bit cheaper. Uh, the Yeti is like what a lot of professional podcasters will use. Okay. Um, I I prefer this microphone that I use now just because uh, it only picks up things that are only about that far away from it. Uh, which is good because, like I said, I've got 3D printers and stuff going on right now. But uh, this thing, like, would be especially for being in your house, would be great because you can. Mm-hmm. There's modes in it. You can tell it to be, you know, just very short range so that it will pick up. So you're directly speaking into it. But if you did run into a situation where you were going to interview someone, you literally could sit the thing in between you and both talk, oh, and nice. it would pick it up great. So because oh, cool. you've been pick, you've been doing some really really awesome interviews. So well, thanks. They're none of them are in person, but I know they're not in person, but still it. They've You've been getting been some really good people for your show. Well, thanks. Yeah. And the show he's talking about is Sustainably Geeky, if anyone has not subscribed yet. Chris and I yes. are on it. And you are on it, which I'm sorry I did not make last one. That's okay. <laughs> it was. All, it's all about the environment and sustainability. And if you're into that stuff or just want to learn, check us out. <laughs> nice. Shameless promotion. Uh, absolutely. Uh, all right. So what did y'all get me? <laughs> <laughs> so Rick um, got you a Powtech 3D scanner, so you can build a kit for your 3D build kit for a 3D. Scanner. Oh, so I guess it's a build kit for a 3D scanner. I don't know what that nice. is, but that's what he got you. Apparently, it's ninety nine dollars. So he is did. it so you can create your own designs from something, or um, no? It would be so that I can scan a real world object. Yeah. Oh, and it and should make, make it so that, that I can, yeah, I can use it as yeah. a model to start, you know, copying well, it. Cool. So yes, that's what that's what it is. That's how he explained it to me. Okay. So when your friend Jennifer's like, "Hey, can you print a piece of this thing that broke for me?" <laughs> you know what though? It would thing in and like instead of like having to measure it, it would actually probably depending on how good a scan job it does, it would probably be at least a good start so that I could get all the curves and, you know, everything else. And then if I need to, you know, change some of the measurements, but yeah, that's, it's something that I keep planning on looking into. <laughs> I just have not gotten around to it. So, <laughs> well, very cool. Okay. So I got you, uh, there's this, I was trying to think Ghostbuster and I know you already have a lot of the little, Things like patches and stuff like that. Um, so there's this. So I was trying to think of an experience. So there's this place in Plano, 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 Texas. It's called Void, the Void, and it's this VR experience in one. Oh yes. Called <laughs> Ghostbusters Dimensions. Yes. You get to go. Uh, I think it's like uh, with two people. I think each ticket's thirty-three bucks. Yes. Oh, nice. So two people, it was 60 bucks. And then I went over because you have to have dinner out. So I'll give you, I originally thought the Galaxy B&G, but if you're already in Plano, a restaurant there would probably be better. And you can make like a whole day of it because it's like a three hour drive for you. Why haven't you been to this? It's only like up in near Dallas. I just, I just haven't had time, but yeah, it's, it's awesome because I mean, the, the thing about it is, is like most of the VR stuff, you have to have like the goggles and you have to have like, you know, some other equipment on you, which is perfect for this thing because you're, you know, the, the equipment you strap on is like you're strapping on the proton pack and then the goggles and then you <laughs> yeah, have the wand and yeah, it's supposed to be really cool. It's really cool from the, the trailer that I saw. So I'm like, oh, there you go. Then you can actually be. Yes. <laughs> Ghostbuster. How cool would that be? Awesome. That I, is very cool. 
Okay. Very awesome. All right, Jen. Well, oh. I don't know if I can top that, but I found a Ghostbusters employee welcome kit. Yes. Um, have you heard of these? I have heard of them. I don't have one, but yes, I've heard they of them. They have um, everything a rookie agent needs to get started in the art of ghostbusting. You'll become one of the world's most exclusive companies dedicated or be a part of um, dedicated to protecting the welfare and safety of the community. It contains a 136-page equipment manual and protocols, ectoplasm container, slime not included, Ghostbusters certificate, Ghostbusters embroidered logo patch, embroidered rookie patch, Ecto-1 roots map, New York, uh, Ghostbusters pen, invoice template, property protected sticker, business card, and Ghostbusters flyer. Nice. <laughs> and then um, the other thing I got, that was about $50 plus shipping. Um, I found a guy that designs shirts on Redbubble for Off to be the Wizard. <laughs> Seriously? I, I don't know how. I mean, I just Googled off to be the wizard magic 2.0 gear so i'll send you the picture but it's pretty cool it's a little hokey looking but it's a t-shirt so i'll get you that t-shirt it ends up being like 25 bucks with shipping that's I know, awesome. it's like you can't find that anywhere so no i send cool. you the pictures now so yeah that comes out to like a little under 100 bucks i think like 90 bucks for both that's awesome yeah. hell i'm yeah, gonna look, look into how- the shirt anyway Look at how he uh, designs Martin's cape and stuff. It's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> it's not what I pictured, but. <laughs> okay. And then Philip is right behind him. It's, oh it's my very, God. like, <laughs> it's, like, very cheesy looking, but it, it kind of works for this. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'd sport that. Yeah. yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, when you look at the description, I'm a big fan of this uh, book series, Off to be the Wizard, or Magic 2.0, so I made a shirt for it. Like nice. Nobody, All right. That's nobody sells cool. it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I'm totally off my radar, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of hokey, but I, I love it. I just love the fact yeah. that he was like, let's just cram these two things together. Like a fart version or something, <laughs> but it's a mashup, so. Nice. Although, yeah, is I'm that a Dolphin or a Fiero? I think it's, it's a, Fiero. a Fiero. It is a Fiero, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's such an 80s car. Oh, yeah. Well, alrighty. Uh, I think that I think that covers everyone. Um, we were going to see if we could have you know a couple more of the group on uh, this evening, but they weren't able to make it. So I uh, guess we'll just have to figure out gifts for them later. So. Party. That's right. Uh, of course, Sean apparently needs something. You know what? If I were going to get Sean something right now, it would be like a suit of armor or yeah, like say, yeah. gear. So we'd have to just all go in together and buy him like a suit of armor because <laughs> he just keeps hurting himself with doing different things. And I'm like, dude, don't kill yourself, please. Yeah. I'm prone. I was going to say maybe something for his like 500 cats, like a giant <laughs> cat hotel or something because – have a lot of cats. Do. Yeah. A little bit. You get a big old house, so they wander around. That's there you go. <coughs> well, uh, let's get move on to our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? I had to think about this. All right. Tell you what, I'll go ahead and jump in real quick. Um, I think I actually have a third one I didn't write down, but uh, the first one is uh, Embrace Your Weird, the book that we just finished reading by Felicia Day uh, for the book club. 
Uh, I enjoyed the book. The reason I'm really picking it is because uh, it's kind of spurred something in me. And like I said, maybe uh, that's where this came from. Yeah, I'm going to have some going to have some changes going on here, here pretty soon. Uh, The second thing that I'm definitely giving uh, uh, a pick to is um, it's a new podcast series. The guy who does it's name is Justin Robert Young. I know him from several comedy podcast but he also does a politics podcast called politics 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 and uh he did over the last two years he's been doing a lot of research and it's only going to be like a six or eight episode series it's called raise the dead it's on itunes and everything else um but uh, he's been doing a bunch of research and if i were to ask you who do you think uh donald trump is more like uh, when it comes to the the sixty the sixty nine election, do you think he was more like Kennedy or do you think he was more like uh, Nixon? Nixon, really like Kennedy? His Kennedy, whole like Nixon's though. Kennedy wrote the book on modern uh, elections. Like he's the one that started the whole thing about going out and campaigning before. Uh, uh, you know, the big convention. He's the one that started doing stuff on television and radio and actually going out there and really selling himself. And this whole series is basically looking back at that 60 election and being like, you know, everybody, including himself, he was like, you know, I was like everyone else. I was shocked as hell when Trump pulled it through. He's like, but instead of looking to the future, if we had looked from in the past, we might have been like, oh no, this shit could actually happen. And you know, it actually did. So it's a really good, really well produced uh, podcast. Uh, like I said, I'm not a big politics guy and I'm not a big history guy, um, but he's very bombastic. And so as he's telling this story, he gets very energetic and he's ma- he makes it fun to listen to. So if you have any remote interest in politics or history or just how the hell did we end up where we are today? It's actually a really good listen. Uh, so yeah, if you, if you get a chance, if you're looking for something to listen to, look for raise the dead on, uh, pretty much all, you know, all the different podcast things. So I knew there was a third one that came up and I, for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Um, I don't know, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Head. <laughs> baby Yoda. So, <laughs> all right, Chris, do you have a pick or pan for us? Do I have, well, pan is I'm sick. So that sucks. Jeremy little things. Um, uh, but my picks are, there's a new docuseries on Netflix. It's by the makers of Rotten. It's called Broken. It's only four episodes. They're about an hour each and it goes through. Um, so each episode is the first one's about makeup and counterfeit makeup specifically. So you have all these big brands like Kylie and, um, uh, Clinique and Dior and all those really high end ones. So what happens when a regular consumer who can't afford that price point wants to buy, wants to buy it, they go to eBay. Well, then it's usually probably counterfeit. And what's in the counterfeit, super glue and horse feces and rat droppings and all these different terrible chemicals you're putting on your face. And the counterfeit packaging is so close to the real thing. You have to be super, super diligent. I have That's- sold makeup on eBay and mine was not counterfeit. It was just <laughs> shit that I had extra of exactly. <laughs> unopened. It's probably people who are just like, I got extra. So here you go. But yeah. there's big business in counterfeit makeup. And with Logan starting no to idea. now every day, 
I was like, buddy, when you start buying your own, you buy the legit stuff. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Like, go to Sephora, go to the body, like, get it from, like, get it from the source because you don't know what you're getting. And the other ones are um, vaping. Vaping is a huge thing, especially on youth. They pick a company, Jewel, and just you're not. It's illegal to market to children, but mm-hmm. they. They did it because they did it through social media and the way that they did it. They said, no, we don't market. It's like, dude, you totally marketed that to a bunch of teenagers. And yeah. that's how addictive it is. Uh, the other one is called Deadly Dressers, which is our our developed world addiction to fast furniture. And the mm. price it, we pay for that is that these, these certain dressers, and they pick Ikea and the mom dresser. And it's responsible for so many children's deaths because – when you pull out that top drawer, it immediately tips over. Oh. And the safety standards that are set are all voluntary. There's a commission, but they don't, there's a commission in, that sets rules, but it's all voluntary. These furniture companies do not have to abide by them. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and I didn't either. Um, so it's I've talk- heard of tipping hazards with bookshelves, but never dressers. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they give you the extra screw to like, they do, but they anchor it. The consumer shouldn't, they just design yeah. it doesn't do it in the first place. So that's the argument. We right. drag Ikea through the mud on this one. And then the last one's called the recycling sham, which I thought Jen might be interested in. It's all about how third world countries, specifically Malaysia, have bought our plastic, but it's not it, they're not anymore. And that's the thing. So what happens and what's left behind and what can we do going forward? So it's really good. Again, they're about an hour long each, and it's from the makers of Rotten. And it's it's nice that these are coming out because now we can be more informed consumers and more informed people about where our products are coming from, where our food's coming from. Mm-hmm. And so we can make – we're not in the dark anymore. We can act we, – we know now. And so we can make better choices. And that's my lesson for today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I own several things from Ikea, and, like, I do have a dresser. It doesn't have a – it's a smaller dresser or whatever, but even when we had it, like once we put stuff in it, I was like, man, this thing, it can tip over like really yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. So like I had spare carpet pieces that I put underneath just the front to, you know, the front part of it so that it was always kind of at a slight, back. just yeah, slight angle hanging back, but that, you know, kept it from doing that. And I was just like, I thought this stuff was supposed to be designed better than this. Like all the shelves behind me though are, ikea but i mean like i have them all you know mounted to the wall so yeah think about it like all the old like heavy wood really nice dressers from back in the day were made to like withstand you know freaking hurricane and now yeah they're flimsy they're you know top heavy or whatever but yeah yeah. it was really interesting because i didn't know a lot about that and we have ikea pieces here because they make things for small spaces so it's kind of perfect if you live in a small space but we also don't have toddlers anymore mm-hmm. so True. We're worried about the tipping factor my sister yeah. when she was two actually it was a piece of furniture and she was pulling out the drawers and the only thing that saved her when it tipped over was that she fell and closed into the bottom drawer so oh that saved her, is that she actually fell into the dresser and the drawer closed with her in it had it not and it just fallen on her who knows what would have happened but yeah Ooh. But passing it on to the consumer, well, just bolt it to the wall. It's like, just freaking design it better. What's, you know, yeah. you're a huge corporation. Just design it better. And the whole history of Ikea about how the, the owner 
was like, he's like, I gave ownership to the company to this charitable foundation. No, he didn't. He was actually a real jerk and he was a Nazi. So like things like that. Oh, lovely. Really, great. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good though. Check it out. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that one out. So, uh, Jen, you have a pick or pan for us? Um, I'm going to keep it simple. I got my Christmas trees up, which is a big deal. And I got all my Christmas cards addressed and stuffed today. And they're ready to go in the mail and all my packages, which is normally a really big stressor for me and time consuming. So, yeah, it took a long time. And it's done. And now I'm going to go to the post office and be done with it tomorrow. So that was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Christy's kind of freaking out about, you know, uh, wrapping stuff. I'm like, I'll, I will help you with it. I always do it every year. I actually wrap presents better than she does, but I don't want to let her know that. <laughs> uh, but, like, we can't put them out. Like I was telling Jen before the show, I, we can't put them out this year because yeah. <laughs> uh, the cat will eat them. Actually, both of them will. So it's just like, paper? Cool. That looks tasty. No, leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, well, like I mentioned at the, you know, early on in the show, uh, so we, we were having some conversations after reading this last book. And I think what's going to happen is we are going to move this show, even though the next episode for the show will probably be our wrap up of, uh, Star Wars episode nine. Um, we're probably going to look at moving the show to being monthly. Uh, we've been bi-monthly for the most part. I mean, on and off, we have had some, you know, gone three weeks or so in between episodes. Uh, but I think we're going to look to doing this show monthly and we may have a, uh, fifth show coming online. Uh, and if we can, who knows, uh, we may try to move to more of a structured schedule so that it's like every week there's a new episode, but of the different show. So, uh, we may shoot for that if we if we do it great. If not, oh well, you may just have a week where you have two or three episodes come out once. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're we're not going away. It's not that our interest in this show is waning or anything like that. It's just um, I I I I really would like to start something uh where we can kind of uh like I said vent or talk about you know the creative process and. What we're going through, because most of us are doing something that is, you know, creative in one way or the other, whether it be doing, you know, an environmental podcast or picking up writing again or designing 3D models and printing stuff. But, um, yeah, so and, you know, we'll probably we're, we're going to look to maybe start doing that here in January. Uh, as always, we'll have more information when it comes out. The next episode definitely will not be until after episode nine drops in theaters and we have enough time to digest it. And then we'll probably have another super long episode discussing it because there's going to be a lot of feels. Um, so anyway, uh, as always, you can find us at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find at the uh, actual show, all, all of the shows on our website, epicallygeeky.com. Uh, we are on, uh, like I said, all the different social media, and you can find our show, The Marginally Geeky Show, which is our monthly book club. Uh, we just did an episode of, um, well, the book that we were just talking about, Embrace Your Weird by Felicia Day. Our next month's episode is going to be uh, a big one because we're doing uh, the Bobaverse books, episode two and three. Uh, because uh, go ahead and announce it here. We're actually going to get to interview the author, and that's going to be really awesome in January. Second uh, so we, author interview. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I need to start 
Maybe I need to start going after all these authors that we've done books for. So, um, and then course, today we want oh, you. <laughs> I would love to have her on the show. Oh, I just don't know if we can swing it. Oh, yes. maybe when her book tour kind of settles down a little bit more. So, because I mean, she does a lot of podcasts and stuff. So, um, then of course we have sustainably geeky. Um, what was the the last one was on? Well, hydroponics, the, right? Yeah, the one that's posted yeah. is hydroponics, and then the one that is going to be posted within the next week or so is about um, – we interviewed the founder of Living Lands and Waters, the nonprofit that basically does waterway cleanups east of the Mississippi, and we talk about what they do and why water is important and keeping our rivers clean is important and things like that. Can't imagine why. I don't know. Uh, and then hopefully I'm gonna get together with the other guys, and we're gonna get uh, Procrastinators episode two in the can. That's been kind of difficult, but uh, hopefully we're gonna get that done and, and get that out to you as well. So, where can we find you online, Chris? Uh, you can find me here at Epically Geeky on Marginal Geeky on Sustainably Geeky, and that's it for now. Although <laughs> I do miss Instagram a lot, and I still, and yeah. Come back to the dark side. Do it. Do it. Do it. Join us. <laughs> just stalk. Just start a thing and just yeah. stalk. I'm gonna, I, that's how it's going to start. That's the gateway. Just There you go. Just, I just want to yeah. look. Follow all these hashtags. <laughs> Jen, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me here on Sustainably Geeky and Marginally Geeky when I have read the book. <laughs> and <laughs> just keeping it real. Um, as well as uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Het's Gonna Be Me. Still love the the uh, handle. Het's Gonna Be Me. Uh, and then you can follow my individual wacky adventure at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 